Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time. Brother One speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. It's been good being with you this week. Our subject this week has been, well, let me just give the little phrase, under conviction or under comfort. We use the statement made by our Savior here in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 9, and he addresses this man by the name of Saul. Saul just persecuted the saints of God. We think about the early Christians. Paul had them killed. And here he's headed to Damascus. He had him a handful of warrants. And he's traveling down the road. He's about to get into Damascus. And the Lord backhands him off his donkey, throws him into the ground, head in the sand, and said, Saul, what are you persecuting me for? Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And Saul said something like this. He said, "Uh, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus. So who's the Lord? By the way, I'm glad to know the Lord. And he said this, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Now, what is that? That's been our thought this week. He said, it's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. That was his conscience. His conscience was stabbing at him, you know. We've seen this week began to stab him all from the stoning of Stephen to the attacks on many other believers. It just bothered him. One of the most painful wounds in the world is the stab of the conscience. Think about our conscience. You say, what produces conviction? We've talked about that this week. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit use? Uses the Word of God. Well, the Word of God is preached. Now, I've got enough sense to know why people don't want to go to church anymore. As far as a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church, I know why those churches are not full. It's because who wants to be confronted with that, my friend? The Word of God, oh, it's meant to be a blessing to us. The Word of God is to bring blessing and comfort to those who live uprightly. But if you live wrong, you know, I've been there. But if you live wrong, my friend, the Word of God brings conviction. And we think about where sin dominates, you know, the preaching of the Word of God will expose, you know, our sin. So I want to live under comfort, not under conviction. How are you living? Keep things right between you and God. Oh, keep those sins confessed and keep under the blood. We think about or the part of us that's affected. And, of course, it is the conscience. We said yesterday the fruit of wicked living is to have no conscience at all. Conscience seared with a hot iron, and I've been there. I've had people tell me, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I mentioned another horrible, I mean, a horrible sin. I see nothing wrong with that. And I see nothing wrong with this. What's wrong with somebody like that? They have no conscience. Oh, an old an old man that had gotten saved. In fact, in our country, we think about the American Indians. An old Indian said this one time, the conscience is a three-cornered, sharp thing in me heart. That's what he said. And he said when he sinned, this sharp, three-cornered, round thing would begin to turn. And when I sinned, it turned and, oh, it hurt. And it hurt, it hurt, it hurt bad. And he said the more I sinned, the more it began to turn. But he said, I'd sin and sin and sin and sin and sin. The more I sin, the more I begin to wear the corners off to where it did not hurt anymore, to where I had no more conscience of sin. Oh, what a horrible state for a man to find himself in. Under conviction for the child of God, that's a good thing because the Lord is helping us. The Spirit of God lives within us, helping us to know how to live right. 
And my friend, oh, to ring the bell, to throw on the, uh, the red, uh, we think about the red light, so to speak, to show you those warning signs. Don't do it just before my hands touched that. You know, it's the Spirit of God said, don't you do it. Don't do it. But I don't want to live under conviction. I want to live under comfort. When I go to the Word of God, the Word of God doesn't bring conviction to my heart over some horrible thing that I've done or something that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm practicing some horrible habit or something. I want to read the Word of God and have it to bring comfort to my heart. Conviction or comfort. I remember my dad. My dad was gone most of my life. My dad was a commercial fisherman, and he would leave and be gone for a couple of weeks. And while he was gone, I'd do some bad things. My mother said, when your dad comes home, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell your dad. So all week long, instead of looking forward to my dad coming home, it was a horrible thing because I knew when he came home, he was going to discipline me. I learned how to try to live right. So when dad came home, I enjoyed seeing him. I want to live under comfort not under conviction. Until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.